Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of the big holiday weekend. It's the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Holly Roberts is in for Julia. She will be back on Monday. And uh, we're gonna, we, we've got a good show lined up for you today, even though it is a slow news day. We'll oh, do we ever? A very big shoot. Bright and early, I, I, I texted Holly and I'm like, what about doing 4th of July pickup lines instead of vintage scandal? Everybody's like going somewhere on somewhere. It feels like a waste of a scandal. I agree. Don't you think? Agreed. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people I know have Friday off, though, so people are pretty psyched. Yeah. Big um, long weekend. Big long. Is it crazy traffic right now? Like, is everyone getting out of town right now? I will have to check. Or yes. have they yeah. already taken the day off? Well, you know, yesterday in the five o'clock hour, my and Holly knows the screen yeah. I'm talking about for MnDOT. Yeah. It was blank. Oh, it, so no exclamation points whatsoever. Nothing. Because people <laughs> took the week off. Yeah. Yes. I think that's the case because when you look at this MnDOT map, map and everybody has access to it, you can go online and look at yeah. it. Every crash has a little exclamation point. When there's a big crash. It's hot and it glows. Yeah. So that means like literally nothing was happening. Yeah. Nothing. Easy breathe. Wow. I think a lot of people slowly yeah. are trickling out, out, of town. Of, out of town and they have already gone. Yeah. yeah. I agree. But we're here. We're here. We <laughs> we're are live. here. <laughs> now, um, I heard someone in the office talking about this. Did you ever see that movie Hereditary with Tony Collette? I did not, but I, it's supposed it. to be scary. Okay, Donnie, you yeah, saw it. It was good. It was good. The filmmaker Ari Aster, Ari Aster, excuse me. So he, like people said, I just remember this about the reviews, and maybe even you said it, Donnie, that Tony Collette, it may be one of the most memorable meltdowns oh, yes. on camera yes. in this movie, Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Really? And it got a lot of hype, and so I think if people waited to see it, maybe the hype didn't live up to the scariness. I would agree with that. You'd agree with that? Yeah. So he's got a new movie that's out that I think is going to maybe rule the box office. It's called Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Oh, this looks I've creepy. Okay, Rolling Stone, speaking of Rolling Stone magazine, Peter Travers gave it four out of five he said uh, he turns a breakup story into a funny, frightening Wicker Man 2.0, which I loved that movie, Wicker Man. The bees! The bees! The bees! I know. <laughs> um, so Peter Travers is calling him a, in filmmaking a bold new voice in psychological horror, Ooh. the kind that messes ruthlessly with your head. Mm. And uh, he's calling this 
movie, his follow-up to Hereditary, a breakup movie, and he came up with the script while going through his own breakup. And that is the most personal that the filmmaker gets in this interview. Um, and uh, I guess it's R for disturbing ritualistic violence <gasps> and grisly images, <gasps> strong sexual content, graphic nudity, drug use, and language. Midsummer has all these things and more, and Peter Travers writes the R should stand for raw and riveting because it's profanely funny in the most warped of ways. Have you watched the trailer, Lori, for this movie? It's very bright. Yes. It takes place during the summer solstice. In Sweden or something? Or some village? It is a Nordic Nordic country. country. They're in their folkloric costumes. But it's very nice and pleasant (sighs) and warm. And then things start to change. Yeah, so... (laughs) And the Wick, Wicker Man, if you haven't seen it, that's a 19, I think it was came out like in the early 70s, 72 or 73 that that movie came out. Um, uh, but anyway, that's just, that That was, that's what Peter Travis Travers likened it to. And so I think this would be what all, like a couple months ago when all the kids were going to see me. This is the new makeout movie of the holiday, holiday weekend. When you yes. want to go into a dark place yep. and you want to be scared and get close to your sweet honey, this is what you're going to want to go see. Pagan horror gets ah. a new classic. <laughs> Pagan horror. Who knew that was a whole genre <laughs> of a, film? Yeah, yeah. Well, and the B thing, I was referring to the remake of The Wicker, oh, the Man, Wicker with, Man with, with Nicolas Cage. Cage yes. And he puts the thing on his head and it's so trashy. It is. And they fill it with bees. And the, do they it, do that in the original one? I... I can't remember. I can't remember. I really, I saw that movie so long ago that it's just. We've yeah. had an early review. Huh? We have an early oh, review. Good. Okay. Eric, Eric saw Midsummer last night. Eric, Eric, is it a pagan horror that's a new classic? It was incredible, uh, especially because I think a lot of Minnesotans will relate because it takes place in Sweden. So if you have Scandinavian roots, it's even more terrifying. Um, Ooh. It's just a tragedy from the beginning, uh, what happens to the main character. And it just, between the four that travel there, slowly unveils throughout the film. And it's it was absolutely wild. It was crazy. It did, did, were the people you were with, did everyone like it? They did, only because, I mean, Ari Aster's <laughs> last film, Hereditary, was a very different take on horror. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as like kind of a, movie buff i mean you know that was amazing mostly because of tony Clark's performance but um yeah we all really really enjoyed it a lot oh great and do you okay. think this is going to be what all um all the young people are going to be flocking to and buying tickets to maybe spider-man and then going to see midsummer i would say so yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean i would say it's 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 very graphic so definitely uh, the r is well suited i mean okay. there is very very disturbing imagery but um overall it was a great film all right so this will be a movie thank you eric that like i like to have a scarf at a scary (laughs) movie no i'm serious because then on the parts i don't want to watch i can just peek through the scarf so everything is very blurry i can't really see what's going on it's my Horror movie technique. And I do it at home with a blanket, too. I just look down. I look down so I can kind of see what's going on. The scarf is good, too, because you can see the movement of the movie. But you don't have to see the grizz. Yeah. (laughs) At the very least. At the very least. Oh, this movie's going to have a lot of grizz, Lori. Yeah. All right. So so there you go, Eric. Thanks for calling in. Peter Travers from Rolling Stone gave Spider-Man... 
Three and a half out of five star. Um, the web slinger swings again, and Tom Holland saves the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said the one problem with the movie is that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated, is leaving the live-action one holding its beer. Yeah. Because it was so good. That movie, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, is so good and yeah. it won the oscar this last it year it's streaming on netflix right now so if you want to stay home yeah. and watch spider-man oh, watch that movie watch that one yeah. well it, i mean people are liking it they said uh it is uh you know a, a breath of fresh air from marvel after avengers endgame oh yeah and i saw a really cute video i think gma posted it um tom holland and jake gyllenhaal at a children's hospital in their their costumes Mm -hmm. and tom holland can really do um backward and forward somersaults really he can really and he does his own stunts on this movie and you know what i was just like i'm always impressed when someone can just stand and do a somersault yes you know, That's, I I can't even do a somersault on the on ground, the ground <laughs> and go forward. Oh, I usually go sideways or something. Yeah, I am one of those people. Anyway, <laughs> all right, and uh, congratulations to the U.S. women's tennis. They uh, they did it against England yesterday. Soccer. 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 Sorry, sorry, sorry. We were talking about Wimbledon here in a minute, but um, people, the memes were absolutely hilarious about the girl who took a sip of tea after a goal. Donnie is clutching his soccer jersey today. <laughs> I, of course, thought it was hysterical. Um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, they're in the finals. Go USA. USA. Sunday USA, yeah. is the final game. Okay, listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough. All summer songs today. Okay, then I want uh, Robin dancing on my own because... Always not a summer song. It's they a say summer. summer in the song? Donnie, this song is giving me... Well, I don't care. I know. I'm just like... <laughs> it's summer. like, why don't you break... Why You're don't you suffoc- play <laughs> Brand New Key by Melanie? Okay. You're suffering. You're uh, suffocating Lori with your dust, Donnie. Oh, my. That is a... I do not. Do you like that song? It's better than Spirit in the Sky, isn't it, Holly? Well, the bar is low <laughs> when you mention that disappointment of a song. So the key is it's got to have summer in it. Well, yes, I would just like to have point. a request of dancing on my own because that's just a summer song by Robin. Also, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, Summertime. Yes, Thank that's you. on my I like list. That one. All right, Donnie, that one. Who even sings that old Dusty it was Cricket? Mungo Jerry. Again. <laughs> <laughs> move on. All right, we'll move on and we'll stop giving you crap. Yeah. But that really is. I, I, I just like. I was like, whoa, what is this from? What <laughs> we've time traveled. We've time traveled. I couldn't even remember what grade I was in when this came out. It, how long ago was it? Like sixty two. Nineteen seventy. Oh, well, say, boy, that was really a bad song for 1970. A lot of bad songs in 1970. That's true. A lot of bad songs today. Yeah. You know. I'm not going to agree with that. Not with that that song that you just okay. played, Donnie. No I thought we were gonna, moving on. No one's ever going to make Jeez. Mungo Jeff's song <laughs> in the summertime. <laughs> Mungo Jerry. Was he a one-hit wonder? Yes, he was. Yeah. Or they were. They were. Okay. Uh, let's, you know, we talked about soccer a little bit. We're going to talk about Wimbledon. Let's talk Prince Harry and Prince Harry. We just have a little snippet. He, um, you know, this would have been Princess Diana's 58th birthday today. Oh. July. Maybe not today, July 3rd or July 7th. Anyway, she's. This the, week. This week, yeah. So here's here's a little Prince Harry. Um, I think this is his uh, mentoring and mental health awareness group he's speaking to. 
First up, Prince Harry. Yesterday, the Duke of Sussex spoke at the first National Youth Mentoring Summit. There he opened up about being a mentor, becoming a father, and of course, the legacy his mother left behind. Here's a little bit of it. Perhaps it's the newfound clarity I have as a father, oh. knowing that my son will always be watching what I do, mimicking my behavior, one day maybe even following in my footsteps. My mother, Princess Diana, was a role model to so many, without realizing the impact she, ha she would have on so many lives. You don't have to be a princess or a public figure to be a role model. In fact, it's equally valuable if you're not, because it's more relatable. To the mentees here today, I am incredibly proud of what you've achieved. And I can safely say that my mother, who would have turned 58 yesterday, would feel the same. Thank you. Harry's speech at the summit kicked uh, off a new mentoring initiative by the Diana Award charity honoring his mother's life work. The organization will help youth across the UK and Commonwealth. You can read more about that at today.com. Oh, wasn't that sweet? Yeah. Very so, much so. Newfound clarity as a father. Oh. You know, you don't have to be a princess or well-known. In fact, it's better. Be a role model as a regular Boy, person. I'm Prince Harry. Boy, there Boy. he is. Harry, and you know. <laughs> so uh, grown up. So grown yeah. up. And so I, mature. I guess uh, the queen, you know, she's in Scotland. She's about ready to start her, her you know, two-month stay at Balmoral. She's summering. Summering at the castle, but she does. had a few duties to do today. Yes, when you get to season as a verb, that's yes. when you're rich. <laughs> Isn't that? Uh, so according to reports, uh, uh, it, this is Katie Nichol writing in Vanity Fair, and she's their royal correspondent, if you will. Uh, she was so delighted to become a great grandmother for the eighth time, particularly with Harry and Megan, because she always used to joke around, I won't be around long enough to see Harry have children. Because he was such a scallywag. Yes. Yeah. Partying yeah. naked in yes. Vegas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the addition of little Archie, who is momentarily her youngest great-grandchild, uh, brought her a lot of happiness. Because she never thought she would see Harry settle oh, down and be happy. Sweet. Isn't that sweet? It yeah. is. Okay, and also coming across the pond, uh, this is, uh, I know, I, I give this story for Julia because she would report on it for sure. History has been made. Excellent, exciting tennis news. Serena Williams will play mixed doubles with Sir Andy Murray. That's cool. going to be her partner? Yes, cool. at the mixed Very doubles. Cool. So, yeah. um I guess uh, he he's had like hip surgery or something, right? Back in January. So you're asking me like I know I this think from he the did. world of sports. <laughs> he spent <laughs> months trying to see if he could recuperate from the hip tour. And I did. The Andy Murray win last year. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. I, Ooh, I, I don't know. I, look and see. He might have. He might. I could have swear somebody British won. He but, has won in the past. Yes, he has. But he yeah. he. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He'd been saying over and over he wanted to play mixed doubles at Wimbledon, but the women kept turning him down because he hasn't rejoined the tour. Mm. Serena didn't turn him down. She needs matches. She and Andy have always gotten along. And uh, uh, Marina and Serenendi are going to be off the charts. I'm just making that. Uh, It looks like the last time that Andy Murray won Wimbledon was in 2016. Oh, okay. And then he won it in 2013. So he has won a couple of times, but he has been having injury problems for the past couple of years. And maybe playing mix with Andy will loosen her up. Because by all reports, when she played her, her first set, yesterday and she did win in straight sets i talked to somebody who watched the match and uh his verdict was rusty she's just looking kind of rusty the whole way and he was worried about her serve djokovic won last year okay djokovic that's her her serve he's like what happened to serena's serve anyway so and then he got in this friend of mine got in this whole thing that Serena is chasing Margaret Court's tennis record, which isn't a real record, according yeah, to my friend. It is not, and there well, are reasons behind that. Because back in the day, now this is the six, fifth, late fifties, sixties when Margaret Court played. Yes, and she's Australian. Sixty, she won twenty four singles between nineteen sixty and yeah. seventy three. But I remember hearing a, a guy say that back then in the Australian Open, a lot of the top tennis players from other countries didn't even go. And, and eleven it was just of, too far to go. Right. Eleven of her titles are at the Australian yeah. Open and she had no competition. Hmm. Right. So they feel that uh you know, I mean, Serena has twenty three slam titles. She beat I mean she went past Steffi Graf who had 22. Oh, really? Yeah. So anyway, uh, he, he was like, I hope Serena isn't just playing to chase the magic 20, well, 25. Yeah. And I said, well, what, what's what's wrong with that? And then I quickly changed the subject and asked him what he thought of the Bruch and the Bruch. <laughs> the Bruch. <laughs> the Savorsky Crystal Bruch. Uh, yeah. Nike. The swoosh. The swoosh and the Bruch. The swoosh brooch. Yes. Yeah. He liked Bruce. It, he liked it looked, it. yeah, looked great. But that, that was not the most flattering outfit she had on yesterday, I gotta say. Yeah. I know she likes the cutouts or whatever, but anyway, I think that's exciting that Andy got someone to play with them. Yeah. And it's gonna be Serena. And then hopefully it will work for Serena help and help her because so we want her to win. Is the mixed doubles just sort of a light thing they do in between some of the other sets? Oh, I've watched mixed doubles. You I have... hardly call it light. Oh, okay. Oh, it's yeah, pretty that's, competitive. That's a, what's a wild game doubles? Oh, it is? Bing, 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 yeah. bing, bing, bing. And yeah. the mixed, I suppose. Yes. Yeah, all right. Anyway, and then Boris Becker caused people to clutch their uh, Pimm's cups tightly because Woo! he made his first public appearance with his stunning British model girlfriend who is... Just a mere 31 to his 51. Mm. Um, but it was their first public outing as a couple. Oh, how fancy. Because, you know, he had a messy breakup of a marriage last year, and maybe Layla was involved or she wasn't. Another Layla. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Has so, a type. Layla Powell. Is yeah, Layla Powell. Layla so Powell. They showed up and she just looked, uh, you know, in a summery dress. She looked ace. She looked ready for tennis. She did. To and watch he, it, at least. Yeah, and he had a powder blue suit on, and I wouldn't have known it was Boris Becker if the headline hadn't told, <laughs> told us, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he's 51 now. So. Yeah, all right.
right, fine. Okay, listen, when we come back, she feels like a caged animal at her cushy job. Who is it? Taking your request for any song with the word summer in it. We're playing it all day today. B. Arthur is gone. Yep. Uh, my summer song is I Just Want Dancing on My Own with Robin, even though she doesn't say summer. That's it's fine. associated with the summer song. It's a nice song. And I like Jovial, that one. dancing, yeah. Yeah. summertime. And I didn't get a dance at the Gay Pride Parade on the float. That's oh, always yeah. my number one song to dance to. Oh, Dancing on My Own? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's just got such good... You can't not dance to it. Okay, so yesterday... We talked late, I think you gave us during the Dirt Alert, that Vicki Gumbelson from the uh, Orange County Housewives. That you was know, me, actually. Oh, was that you? That was Who's me. being demoted to she's a friend. friend. So she, that means she's not in the cast photo. She doesn't hold the orange. She takes a pay cut. There's 14 years she's been the OG of the OC. So I did some snooping. Back. Reconnaissance. Because, Reconnaissance. yeah, you're going to get not as much pay for this. And why would the OG of the OC yeah. want well, to take a demotion? Here in February of 2019, just a few months ago, she uh, denied reports that she hadn't signed yet. And she tweeted uh, at the time, she said, unless you hear from me, then it's simply a rumor. I am in negotiations. Mm. So Vicky... Tried to go and get some Nene Leaks money. That's what I think. Yep, and they denied her. But that's silly to say, you, Vicki Gunvalson, who've been here from the beginning, you want to negotiate hard, and then after negotiating hard, you get a demotion for it? Well, it's happened before. On The Real Housewives? Oh, yeah, they did it to Luann. Ugh. Luann got dumped. She tried to um, hardball negotiate, and they dumped her from a castmate to a friend. I don't like this And tactic. she was a friend for a couple years, and then she came back as a castmate. And then Brandy, here's a fun fact, Brandy Glanville is the only housewife to go from friend to full-time without being part of the original cast. Mm-hmm. And then she just got booted off. But they, they've they've done it. They, they have done this before, most notably with Luann, but usually um, and Luann came back to being a castmate after being a friend. And she has been a castmate, so I, a full-time castmate yeah. this last season. So Vicky has probably called Luann to say, <laughs> what can I do? Because yeah. I just cannot yeah. believe it. Donnie posted a trailer. That show comes back in August. Oh my lord. It just looks <laughs> what so What would epic. we do Insanity. without Vicky? So who's in the well, cast? Well, she'll be in it and she, it's just a, that you're not in as as much. You know, and she's not getting paid. And I, all I can also think about is that she did finally get that Steve guy to engage, to propose to her. And maybe she was pitching to Bravo wedding stuff. That's, oh. And they like were like, oh, Lord, we don't want to have this be a storyline. And that was going to dominate kind of her shooting season or something and maybe they didn't want to have it because we've seen a lot of Vicky's romances we Bravo paid for her to go get 
um, say her vows to that first husband of hers, Dawn. Da- oh, remember yes. that? I remember Dawn. And they broke up like six months after they did the vows. And then, you know, the whole, I, I just think that she might have overplayed her hands. Well, I think that you're onto something. Did, yeah. and, and I think, Lori, your theory is right. Because remember when Vicki Gunvalson got engaged to this new guy, she said that she wanted it to be really private. So I think she was holding out information in hopes to using that as a negotiation Maybe, yeah. for the upcoming season. And then, like, keeping up with the Kardashians, we have a little sprinkle of news, right. and then we're going to have the full storyline on the show. Yeah. So, anyway, right, well, so take a look at the trailer. It comes back in August. It looks epic. It's everything I want from the OC. I have different expectations for each. Well, what's your expectation for, for the OC? Uh, Trash, trash, fights, <laughs> drama. I want to see Shannon Bedore gets a facelift. I'm very curious to see how that goes. I would like to, you know, just vicariously experience that. Well, you what's know? your expectation for the different housewives? New York, you don't uh, yeah, expect trash. Th- th- I not not like that. Not like OC. No, 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 no. <laughs> better trips, better clothes, um, different kinds of drama. You know, that sort of stuff. Okay, so here, as long as we're in the speculative mood, the Daily Beast uh, is reporting that Meghan McCain, um, who's, she, I mean, they're on a break right now, but she, like, and I, I have to say, The View is for political daytime TV. It is the show to watch. I mean, yes. it is good. It is good. And I like watching it. And I like uh, that they're, you know, talking about the stuff that, really matters and you know not like the fluffy stuff that we talk about here on right, but they've oh, leaned you know. in and they yes, found they, an angle that works works, for them and it works and they've got all the different you know they got sunny hostin who's illegal and abby huntsman is on a break right now um but she's a, a conservative woman but Meghan mccain just has the poker face that there is no poker face and she's upset all the time oh, and yeah. sometimes in a way, you know, it's like, oh, what's 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 going to send her off the rails today? There's a little bit of train wreck television. She's waiting to be antagonized. She's Maybe. waiting for that. But moment. here's what they're here's a source told the Daily Beast that she is feeling like a caged animal. That's the quote, and Ugh. she feels so exhausted and bit and defeated after two seasons of on air bickering. Another insider said, "It's getting to the point where it's not worth the emotional toll every week. If she doesn't stay at the View, she will find other work." McLean did. Klein to comment. Uh, the show, the View senior executive producer did comment and they told Page Six no one wants Megan to leave at the View, but they acknowledge that she makes headlines. And here, here's what we don't want people to attack Megan. We're happy to have her here. I think she does want to be there. I think she wants to be on the show. She realizes it's a good platform and we love having her there. I feel she, I feel like she will come back, but these stories don't seem to go away. And she expects everyone to return in the fall. Expects people to return in the fall. Now what I'm thinking, okay. First of all, why would Megan walk away from a show that gets her trending at least once a week and she just can say her dad's name and she invokes her dad's name a lot? Yeah. She's still in grief. You can tell about that. But she puts it out there. Uh, why would she kiss off? She gets paid a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. I think she's looking for, I think her two-year contract is up. Okay. She's negotiating. Mm. This is a tactic. Mm-hmm. To do this, to have an insider, her insider, call the Daily Beast, which follows political stories, and particularly media. And I think it's, 
it's she's trying to get more money out of ABC, you know, and it'll we'll see if they think her her behavior and the headlines are worth it. I think people do kind of tune in to see if she's going to go off the well, rails I about think, something. It, well, it's a delicate. So I wonder if her whining is going to work. This whining story yeah. will pay off. Why can't we do this kind of stuff here? Oh. Where's a gossip columnist when you need them? <laughs> Who's going to hey. be your source, Lori? I, you know, I see that as this Daily Beast article could be a negotiation contract for her. And whether or not people are actually watching The View because they want to watch it or they want to hate watch it, at or, the end of the day, it doesn't matter to I ABC. Mean, like, no, it doesn't. Absolutely. And, and Joy and Megan, you know, I actually kind of... Uh, enjoy their how they go back and forth and they have both said we like each other backstage and all this kind of stuff because I think in a way Joy and Megan are a reflection of maybe how a lot of friendships are where you have somebody who's you are you're so politically opposite but yet you do like each other uh-huh. even though sometimes that can be hard so i think that the dynamic i don't know i kind of think that that uh uh megan's uh idea that she came up with her husband to have a friend called the daily beast and a tell her friend. yeah that she feels like a caged animal and emotionally is exhausted yeah, is yeah. a really good one it's very melodramatic well it's but a, that's what she is yeah. she is and, and that is really good because okay. what if you're thinking uh, you know we want you to say you know that this is a good tactic mm. I'm, I'm i'm applauding megan mccain uh, and i don't believe it at all that, that she's going to leave. She's going to be on the panel. Even if she just negotiates a one-year contract out of this, not even a two-year, just another year. See how things play out. And maybe, like, double her salary for a cushy job, and she gets to, you know, uh, you know, she likes to always say, I'm the lone conservative woman. And now one of the women always say, Abby's conservative, too. You know? <laughs> yes. Because there are two. But anyway, okay, so Olivia Munn, I love Okay, remember Olivia Munn in April when we were so mad at her because she took on two of the the most, I think what is the most fun fashion blog website to read, the Go F-U-G Yourself, Go Fug Yourself Girls. Oh yeah, she took them on and said that they were bullying, but she completely misunderstood what the website does and how they critique fashion. And sexist and overwhelming support uh, came from all over the place for the ladies because those ladies are funny and nice and they are not. Anyway, page six uh, um, added their two cents to the debate by declining to mention uh, her outfit at a recent premiere or the name of the show that she was booked to be on the Today Show. So I kind of love that. But <laughs> she was booked to be on the Today Show and she pulled out of it at the last minute. Her reason? Several. Well, <laughs> there was more than one. Uh, Maybe. Let's see. She didn't want to be asked about WAG because she is her dog walking uh, app. WAG has had problems. A number of missing and dead dogs. That's not good for a dog. Walking no, that's service. no. And she's the face of it. And then she, the essay about the ladies, the go fug girls. And she didn't want to be questioned about that. And then she uh, said in an interview that um, she broke out in highs after she told the world about uh, Brett Ratner's misconduct. So maybe all of that was she was uh, they couldn't promise she wouldn't be quizzed about any of her thorny 
issues. What do you expect? So she wanted to be- a fluff piece. Yes. What yeah. do you expect, yeah. well, Olivia you know, Munn, that they're going to ask you yes. about these things? You put that essay out there to get attention. Let and maybe it- Olivia Munn's publicist and just say, it's July. You should be happy. My celebrity is an in Capri. No, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. they're like, you should just be happy there's a celebrity here. So I just, Olivia Munn, you put that essay out there for attention and you wanted to galvanize and have a certain perspective uh, of your celebrity and it backfired on you yeah this would have been a perfect opportunity to say oh did i feel like a big idiot for doing that because i love those girls and i'm actually a fan of their site thank you done but why was she on she's got nothing going on i don't know why they even booked her in the first place I'm she has something done i will tell you what she, is it what is she well promoting? page six is not naming the show <laughs> she was promoting in their story because of how they took on <laughs> okay um heather and jessica the page six style editors oh, right. obviously know heather and jessica who run that site they live in new york so in this story they refused to name what Olivia was on there for because I'm still trying to find it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know. mean, there's a bunch of post-production stuff here. I don't know. Yeah, what that is. so yeah. who knows? It might have been another no, nice friendly. Seems, she seems very tedious, you know? doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she needs a job. Yeah. She was so good on the newsroom. Yeah, she was. All right, listen. When we come back, uh, uh, oh, we've got something. We've got an idea for people that you may not have thought about. I understand I it's a heavy burden, but it I'm is. ready for it. Please scratch that Mungo Jeffo guy. <laughs> Mungo Jeffo. <laughs> Forever. That song should be banned from the radio. Mungo, Mungo Jerry. Mungo Jerry not Mungo it is Jethro. a human being, an actual Summertime. person. It's a group. It's a group. They were a group. Well, what a terrible name for... stop harping on that? I know, but that is a terrible name for a group. you got to admit people were stoners when they came up with that <laughs> one. For sure. I mean... Okay. Does it make any sense well, at all, Mungo Jeff? Bad brand, bad names no, through the years. Even now, there's. Bad I heard our names. promo for uh, Julia wanted the but- belly button lint, the Gunner. Oh, the Gunner. Yes, the Gunner. Gunner would be a good name for a band. band. And then like, she said, no, we, it no, wouldn't. And then she suggested we should form a band, band. And I said, we're lacking talent. Talent, exactly. Let's take that, that back to the drawing board. Yeah. yeah okay. So uh, I think this is what the Today Show put together because Olivia Munn no showed him, and they were going to let her stay for like a while. They were going to let her stay for ten minutes because this is a real live celebrity people on the third of July. Yeah. Look at when, you. When all, everybody else is in Capri and. Sicily, uh, the Terramina Film Festival, or on a yacht off of Portofino. <laughs> anyway, so I think this is what they came up with, because I feel like we've heard this story before, um, but it's what's behind the real-life Golden Girls trend. The real life. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Today's Golden Girls are not an 80s sitcom, but a new trend taking over with the over 50 crowd. Roommates are the new retirement plan. How are your students? Eileen Hyatt and Jean Vogel were strangers until a year ago. The two now live together and say they've become good friends, both seeking the same thing. I found myself to be in a situation after a long marriage and divorced, and um, I could afford my own place, but I was a little concerned about moving and isolating myself and being alone. I am very busy and I have lots of friends, but I was finding that 
I was lonely at home. Eileen is 74. She rents a room in her home to Jean, who's 55. Hey, it's a They're part of a growing trend of baby boomers choosing to live together in their later years for companionship and to cut costs. Okay, thoughts? Well, you know what? So far? I like it. I have always said to all of my girlfriends that I have from high school and Julia, we've always said, well, If we end up alone at the end, we're going to live together Golden Girls style. Yeah. I am all for this. Who has the nicest place? And we always said my friend Heidi Bubich, who's got a real nice place in Scottsdale, we picked her place. Oh, okay. <laughs> is she aware of that? Yes, okay. yes, she is. She, but I totally get this because statistically, women outlive men, and it's nice to have the companionship of friendship. Why not? Well, here's, I think this might be another, uh, this might be part of the story where, uh, another reason why some of these, uh, I mean, apparently over the next 20 years, the number of people 65 and older is like going to explode yes. and like grow by like 80% or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, as housing becomes more and more expensive and if somebody finds themselves widowed or divorced and it, i guess you know a boom mate could be a you know could be mm-hmm. guys too you can kind of see how this could happen all right let's hear, more. All right, let's hear the next one the number of americans over 50 who live with a friend or unmarried partner jumped 75 percent in nearly a decade for good reason home sharing can broaden social circles at ages when people might otherwise feel isolated And many older Americans are looking for cheaper alternatives to living alone, since financial security is harder to come by. Today, currently, we have 50 million people over the age of 50 who have less than $50,000 saved for retirement. Wendy Burkhart is the co-founder and CEO of Silvernest, the online roommate matching service that Eileen and Jean use to find one another. Wendy started Silvernest after her father died five years ago. unexpectedly leaving her mother on her own. While she was in transition, she actually had a roommate, which was super helpful because she'd never lived on her own in her adult life. So having someone in the space with her was really beneficial for her and for me. And that woman, Silverness, is based in Denver. And since they've been in business, they charge people $30. They have helped 33,000 people. Oh. Find roommates yeah. or boom mates, as they call them. <laughs> That's impressive. I know, isn't it? Yeah, I'm on the website right now. Silvernest. 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 Um, okay, so let's play the next okay. one. Mm-hmm. Silvernest says it conducts comprehensive background checks and has successfully matched more than 60,000 housemates. Oh, Still, Jean and Eileen say they were hesitant at first. I was a little nervous uh, because I have been independent for so long. And to have somebody in my house, I wasn't quite sure. But both Thank quickly you, realized the built-in benefits. Having another person who is, is, of in, you know, is interested in my life, but also I'm not burdening my, my kids or leaning too heavily on my other friends. So there you go. There's the goal. And the other places, yeah. uh, Let's Share Housing as another company and then Roommates for Boomers. Is there so there's three different companies right now that are helping the boommates, but when they, when they said that that 
people don't even have fifty thousand dollars saved. I'm whoa. Yeah, that yeah. was fr- that's a yeah. frightening thing. Yeah, really because housing prices are rising all the way, yeah. you know, across the, the country. Yeah, the cost of living is rising, yeah. and there's also th- there's so many complex housing and lifestyle issues as we move forward. Things are changing. I think a couple months ago, the Wall Street Journal had a story about people wanting to retire and downsize from their big homes. But the problem is, there are no people to buy these big big mansions that baby boomers have Mm. built. Mm -hmm. The younger generation, not really having the resources or maybe not wanting to live that lifestyle, are not buying this real estate. So I'm glad I didn't that, build yeah. a McMansion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've often wondered. To? No, I've wondered about that though. Sometimes when uh-huh. I see when you go, where you're somewhere, and you, see, who, who wants to live in this much house? Exactly. I'm totally with you on that. Totally it, with you. Know. I mean, like I love to live in a fancy hotel. Or I'd love to, you know, like that. Well, I'd love to be Eloise. That would be right, fantastic. Right. That kind of thing. But I, the actual reality of it, I'm just like we. Well, and I think that a lot of people are confronting that reality where maybe 10, 15 years ago, they wanted this lifestyle, but then shifting gears, getting older, wanting to downsize, not wanting to have to think about the maintenance, the cleaning, all that stuff. But then now millennials are like, hey, I got loans. I got all this other stuff. I can't afford your McMansion. So now we're at an impasse here. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, yeah, I, I just I just know that I that's been like a pinky swear thing that I've had with. Like I said, my high school girlfriends and Julia. I, you are not alone. Yeah, I think a lot of girlfriends yeah. out there have don't worry, that pact. We're going to live together. You're never going to be alone. Don't yeah. worry. You can come and live with me. Yeah. yeah that's so. wonderful. All right. Listen, when we come back, uh, oh gosh, it's Wednesday, so it's Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs>